0: Welcome to episode 38 of the 3M Fear podcast. In a town called Madanapalli in Andhra Pradesh, there lived a couple named Padmaja and Purushottam Naidu. They had two daughters, Alekhya and Sai Divya, aged 27 and 22. One Sunday evening at around 8.05pm, something disturbing happened. The Madanapalli rural police received a call from a concerned neighbor. They complained about strange and terrifying noises coming from the Naidu residence. They heard loud screams and chants that worried them deeply. The police immediately rushed to the Naidu house to see what was happening. When they entered the house, they found a horrifying scene. Both daughters, Alekhya and Sai Divya, had been brutally bludgeoned to death with dumbbells. It was a shocking sight and the parents were believed to be responsible for this terrible act. Hello and welcome to the 3AM Fear Podcast. I'm Nikita Ferrao, mystery and thriller author. On this podcast, I talk about real crimes and real people. Due to the graphic nature of some of this content, listener discretion is advised. You can find the episode show notes on my website 3amfear.com. Let's get started. Alekhia and Saidivya were living a very happy life with their parents. Purushottam Naidu, age 55, and Padmaja Naidu, age 50. Purushottam was originally from Kondraju Kalwa, and Padmaja was from Chittor. They were in this new town since 5 years. The family was highly educated, with Purushottam holding a PhD in Chemistry. He was teaching Chemistry in Government Women's College, Chittor, and his wife Padmaja was a Gold Medalist in Mathematics. She was the correspondent of a private educational institute called Mastermind School since 23 years. Now, this is important because when it comes to rituals and human sacrifice, we tend to think that the person or the persons behind this are illiterate or usually come from poor background. But if you look at this family, the parents were not only highly educated, but their jobs were enough to provide them with a very good lifestyle. But we don't know what was happening behind closed doors. The Naidu family, like any other Indian family, were very close. The parents made sure that their children focused on their studies and got good grades. They were also very strict when it came to certain things. But overall, their children were their life. When the daughters completed their 12th, the parents gave them complete freedom to choose whatever they wanted to study. Whatever stream they wanted to take, whichever college they wanted to go to, and whichever job they wanted to end up with. This is kind of a good thing because most parents want their children to become doctors, lawyers, or engineers. And the very fact that these parents were giving Saidiya and Alekhya total freedom to choose what they wanted to do with their life was amazing. Sai Divya, upon completing her education in Bangalore, wanted to go on to study music at the A.R. Rahman Dance and Music Academy. Divya wanted to work in the music industry. It's not sure to which role she wanted in the industry, but she just wanted to get into the music industry. Alekhya had just completed her diploma and she was preparing for her civil exams. The incident took place in 2020 around the same time that COVID hit India. The Naidu family had just shifted to their new home. They were very happy. And as said, they were also very religious. They prayed every day and even conducted pujas. The daughters who had gone to college also carried this belief forward. On any good occasion, the family always made sure to pray and thank God for His blessings. For instance, when Padmaja got her promotion, the family conducted a puja in their home to celebrate her success. Alekhya would go on to share prayer quotes, religious sayings and more on her social media platforms. In 2020, as the lockdown set, the parents called their daughters to come home. And from here, everything went downhill. On 23rd January 2021, The Naidu family took a leave from their work. They said that they wanted to perform a puja and to prepare for this, they needed a few days off. On 24 January, neighbours outside could hear someone reciting prayers from inside the house. And because prayer was something that the family deeply believed in and would perform often, they didn't think much about it. This was not until Purushottam called one of his friends and told him, What had just happened? This friend worked in the coaching center that Padmaja ran, and their families also knew each other. At first, the talk was normal, but then the friend noticed that something didn't sound right. After much asking, Purushottam told his friend what had just happened. Purushottam said that he had just killed his two daughters, and tomorrow, which is 25th January, his daughters would come back to life. His friend couldn't believe that Purushottam was talking like this, a highly educated and well-to-do person. He tried to remain as composed as possible and asked him, why did he do this? For this, Purushottam said that there was some evil within his daughters and in order to cleanse this evil, he had to do it. He said that tomorrow his daughters will rise again, and this time they will not have this evil entity within them. The police came in and found Purushottam sitting in his living room. He appeared as if he was in a trance-like state. The police started searching the house and eventually found Alekhya's lifeless body in the puja room on the ground floor. She had a terrible injury to her forehead. Upstairs, they discovered Sai in her bedroom, surrounded by blood. Both daughters were wrapped in a red sari, and this made the situation even worse. The police also found Padmaja sitting on the bed, seemingly unaware of their presence. It was as if she was in a daze. When asked, the parents said that there was evil in their bodies, and this had to be done. According to them, the youngest daughter, Divya, asked the older sister to kill her. And she said that if she didn't kill her, then she was going to commit suicide. According to the ritual that they were performing, suicide was a sin. Alekhya agreed and hit her sister's head with a trishul or a trident. After this, Padmaja hit her oldest daughter in the head with a dumbbell. After that, she attacked her youngest daughter. And according to them, the daughters were alive for almost one hour after they were attacked. After killing their daughters, the next step was for the parents to sacrifice themselves. And this they had to do at exactly 9pm. But something happened. Purushottam could not find himself to do this. And that's how he ended up calling his friend and his friend ended up calling the police and everyone was notified. According to the police, the youngest daughter Sai Divya, was first killed by her mother Padmaja at around 2.30pm on the second floor. Alekhya, the eldest daughter, was killed by her parents on the first floor of the three-storied building in Shivanagar at around 4pm, later at 7.30pm. Purushottam then called GP Raju that is his close friend, and then narrated the incident to him. The girls' bodies were with a copper vessel stuffed in their mouths. When the police started questioning, Padmaja started screaming. She was acting violent and screaming at the top of her lungs, saying, quote, If you had waited for half an hour, both my children would have come back alive. My husband completely destroyed the fruits of the rituals. End quote. They were immediately taken into police custody and they were there for two days and these two days they kept on repeating saying that their daughters might have come back to life by now. The police tried to tell them that this didn't happen. Their daughters were gone. But Padmaja was not ready to listen. She said that it was the police's fault that they did not let her complete the ritual and that's why her daughters have not come back. Now, because this was the time of COVID, a COVID test had to be done. When the police took Padmaja for a COVID test, she was singing and dancing and shouting. She started screaming that the coronavirus did not originate from China, but was created by the gods to cleanse the bad elements in the Kali She even refused to give her sample, shouting that she herself was the novel coronavirus in human form and there was no need to do any test on her. The couple were shown to a psychiatrist, who said that the family had something called a share psychotic disorder. It is a rare disorder where everyone seems normal, but they have one belief that they all share. In here, there is one host who shares his or her belief with the rest of the family, and they all believe that the host is right. In this case, Padmaja is said to be the host, She shared her delusion of rebirth, and her entire family agreed with her. Neighbors and colleagues revealed that the Naidu family had deeply superstitious beliefs. They followed spiritual leaders like Meher Baba, Sai Baba, and Rajneesh Osho, and regularly visited Shirdi. This information shed some light on the situation. Due to the shock and trauma, the police couldn't question the parents immediately. When they finally did ask Padmaja about the murders, she lost her temper and yelled at the police, accusing them of disrupting the ritual she believed could bring her daughters back. She claimed that the police had brought demons into their house by entering it and demanded that they leave and return the very next day to witness the miracle that she was expecting. The family had isolated themselves from the world since the pandemic began. They didn't even allow domestic workers to enter the house. The police were deeply disturbed with what they saw and heard. Padmaja and Purushottam insisted that they had received signals from heaven and believed that they had a house of miracles. They were convinced that something extraordinary was about to happen. But the police ruined it by investigating. The local police registered a murder case against Padmaja and Purushottam and decided to bring in a psychiatrist. A case is registered against Padmaja and Purushottam. The couple's beliefs were so strong that it was hard for the police to get through to them. Now there is something interesting that came up while I was researching this case. That is Padmaja had allegedly received 5 crore rupees worth of property. Now whether this has something to do with the murders or not, we are not sure. But this is something that was interesting and I found it online. Alekhya was employed at the Central Forest Research Institute in the central Indian city of Bhopal. The couple were arrested and then sent in for psychiatric evaluation. I'm going to link the video of Padmaja in the description. You can always watch it because it's heartbreaking to watch. I have previously covered the Kerala human sacrifice case. I'll link that also in the description that and this. There are a lot of similarities, although that was not within a family. It was an outsider who committed the crime. But still, there is a lot of rituals and human sacrifices and a lot of blind faith that's been going around. So I would like to know from you, what do you guys think? Why is it that in 2023, in the era of social media, when we have highly educated people, people who come from well-to-do families, people who have good jobs, people who are earning well, who are living in well-established houses, how come they believe in such things? Believing in priests, believing in God is different. But believing that killing somebody in order to attain peace, in order to get rid of demons is something wildly different. I would like to know from you guys, what do you think about this case? While researching this case, there is also something else that came in. Padmaja was said to be mentally unstable. It's quite clear from the video that she did have some mental issues. But... What about her husband? Her husband was a highly educated person. He had a very good job. How did he end up listening and believing in everything? Even if they were one tight-knit family who believed, listened and prayed with each other, how did he not stop his wife from killing their two daughters? This is a short episode and I'm going to leave it this way because Because there are a lot of things that have been left unsaid. So I don't want to give in my own opinion. I don't want to say I I think maybe this happened. I think maybe it was that. Because we never know what it is. So this is the whole story of what happened on that fateful day. A big thank you to all my fellow listeners who have been listening to all my episodes. Thank you so much. Your listens, your support means a lot. If you love my podcast, if you love the stories that I put out, then please do follow me on whichever podcasting platform you are listening from and please do leave a rating. It will really help me a lot. You can listen to me on other platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and any other podcasting platform. If you are in India, you can always listen to my podcast on Ghana or Jio Savan. If you love to listen to strange and mysterious stories, then follow me on Instagram and YouTube where I put out reels on such stories. These are completely different from the ones that I put out on my podcast. So do follow me on them. If you love travel, you can follow me on my travel channels. I'll link them also in the description. Until then, stay kind and stay safe out there.